Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to the 14th episode of Codependent Me podcast. Today we have Rosemary Bracco. So grateful to have her on the show today. She is a self-actualization coach and so glad to have you. Thank you for coming. So tell me a little bit about what you do as far as the coaching aspect. Sure. Um, Thank you so much also for having me. Um, so what I do is I work mostly with coaches and healers and I help them to break codependency with their business so that they can actually have that freedom and the lifestyle that they're reaching for. Nice. Nice. So you have some tips for the audience on how to actually break codependency. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so just to give you a little background on my story, obviously I have dealt with codependency myself. Um, and really my sort of journey to my own self-actualization started when I was about 19 years old and I had repressed memories of child sexual abuse come up. And that put me on this trajectory. Like I had had issues all my life. Most people probably didn't know that or wouldn't have known that, but I was depressed. I was, uh, I was suicidal. I mean, from a very young age. So when I found out that I was sexually abused, like this light bulb went off in my head, like, that's why I'm feeling all of these things. That's the cause of these things. So, and I knew that it was still, most of it was still trapped in my subconscious mind. So I went on a journey to, and I knew that if I could heal, what had happened in my past, that I could feel better, that I could actually feel good. But as I got older, you know, I was 19, when I eventually hit the workforce, I started to like, look for myself in what I was doing for work, which is very similar to, it's really the exact same thing, looking for yourself in a partner, or in anything else like that codependency thing is, that you're dependent on someone or something else to make you feel like you you have value and to validate you and to identify with. So I, of course, I also had codependent relationships in my life, but I started to go, okay, what am I going to do? And I mean, of course, some wonderful things came out of it. I had started out in the medical industry and then went to um, the corporate world and nine to five was not for me. I hated it. So I left all of that and started working in clubs in New York City. And then eventually you kind of get burned out from that. So then I started like bartending in restaurants and lower key. And then I found yoga and I became a yoga teacher and I opened a yoga studio 
And then I had a really bad breakdown um, because I was searching in all these external things and like the path, it could sound really beautiful. And at the time it seemed really beautiful. Like I'm going to find myself in these external things. I'm going to find who I, and I took a lot of courage to change careers and change careers and open a business. So I, um, I, I was bartending at the same time that I had my yoga studio. I was working like seven days a week and I wasn't even getting what I wanted out of it. Like I was not in this heavenly place. I did not find myself like my clients, my clients. And at that time I was doing yoga and doing some coaching mm -hmm. and they were loving work. Like they all loved me. They loved working with me. I'm changing their lives. And I was still unhappy and miserable. With, yeah. Within you, <laughs> you're like, but I'm not happy. You know, being a coach, that's definitely something that you have to try to find because you, you want to, you have to have it in order to give it right. Um, but I am very interested. You were 19 and you said you realized when you were 19 that you were codependent. So I have to say I was in my thirties when I went to therapy and she told me, so I didn't, I, had, I hadn't heard of codependency. So I think it's amazing that you were 19 and you had the mindset to know what codependent I didn't I didn't know yet that I was codependent okay I okay. knew that the sexual abuse gotcha was causing the problems that I was having internally that was then you know ricocheting around my life externally I didn't know I was codependent. okay, okay. <laughs> I'm right there like, with you it, it wasn't wow. until way later okay. yeah okay. like like mid-30s oh. yeah yeah that's that's when the light bulb goes off right because you know you have these friends and your 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 being that's what, you know, we're being exactly what we think we should be, that love. It's that extra love that you're giving and you don't realize that sometimes you're taking it a little bit too far and not allowing other people to do what they need to do or you're not realizing that you're satisfying something within yourself that's broken. Yes, yeah. I often say that it's like um, we give to other people, whether it's in a romantic relationship, a platonic friendship, our business, our, like our clients in our business, that we give to others what we need to give ourselves, what's lacking within us. Yes, very true. Very true. Wow. So you were coaching in New York. Yes. You said in New York, were you coaching? Um, nope. I let, I had left New York and I'm in Boston now. I came, I did, I've done a bunch of back and forth from New York to Boston. I'm originally from New York, but then my family moved here. And so I've done a whole bunch of back and forths. <laughs> um, so I had left New York and I, right when I was about to start my yoga teacher training, I came back to Massachusetts and then in an effort to try to hold everything together, which is also very codependent, I started a yoga business. I finished my yoga schooling and I opened a yoga studio. Like I didn't take any time to process or heal anything, which is why a few years after I opened the yoga studio, I had a complete breakdown and I closed down the yoga business. I mean, I literally got to the point, I eventually had been diagnosed with complex PTSD. I could not bring myself 
to show up for another class or go to a job interview for a job I didn't want and try to sit in an interview and convince someone else that I'm the perfect person who wants the job, you know, like I just couldn't do it. But it was a real I mean, a real breakdown. I wound up claiming bankruptcy and having my car repossessed. Like I went to ground zero. I lost everything. But that's where I learned that I can't find what I'm looking for, that external, that thing that I'm looking for in here cannot be given to me from an external place. It has to be found within. And then the external stuff is an expression of that thing that you have found. Yes. 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 Yep. I love that. That's so good. So, hmm. so you said you had complex PTSD. So I haven't heard of that. Can you explain to me what that is? Sure. So the easiest way to describe it is like PTSD is like one event, like maybe a rape or a car accident, or you served in the military in combat. Like it's kind of an isolate, even though that stems back to childhood trauma too, but we'll just put that aside for now though. It's like one event. Complex PTSD is when you have experienced repeated traumas over and, over and it's not just one thing like it's oh this one thing and if we can heal this one thing mm-hmm. then I'll be okay it's like I don't know what happened it's just been years of big traumas and little traumas just back to back to back to back until the pile gets so big that I'm buried under it gotcha wow okay so that's where the breakdown came in right mm-hmm. and how, yep. how did you deal with that so I fought it a little bit a lot at first, so codependent. Um, I try first tried to climb my way out of it by starting the coaching business. Like, oh, okay, I have no car. It was repossessed. I have no money. I'm like, I'm homeless and like house hopping. I'm living in somebody's attic. And um, let me focus on what's going on again externally and see how I can fix this. Total type A also, which, which these are, some of this is beautiful traits. I'm determined. I'm willing to look outside and be like, what, what can I do to fix this? So it was like, well, I have a computer and myself. So, and I have skills, so I should try to be a coach. And I started obsessively studying marketing skills and how to get a, how to get a coaching business online off the ground and all of that. And it wasn't going and it wasn't going and the marketing wasn't working to the point that I had signed up. I borrowed money and signed up for a coach, a marketing coach for $10,000. And like two weeks in, he was like, listen, you have too much fear. This is not going to work for you. I'm happy to refund your money you can stay if you want, but this isn't going to work for you. So I, I took my money back and Mm -hmm. that's when I realized like, Oh um, yeah, maybe all that trauma from my childhood and the sexual abuse and all that stuff is not actually healed. And so I, I started to go on an internal journey. You know, I always say like I was missing, I was doing all this stuff. Like I'm doing yoga and I'm meditating and I'm doing EFT and I'm watching the secret and I'm visualizing and nothing's working and I'm not getting anywhere. And it's like, because I was missing all the red flags in the relationship with me. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. So what was your next step after, like, how did you get to the code, the, the understanding of the codependency in your journey? Yes. So, um, it was kind of just a gradual thing. Like no one sort of ever said, you know, you're codependent or you're diagnosed with codependency, but somebody, a mentor of mine had started to teach me emotional intelligence. Like I was having 
when you, when you don't understand emotional intelligence, and here's the truth, most of us don't, whether you're codependent or you're not codependent, like the generation that birthed us didn't like, they were watching leave it to beaver. They did not have any idea whatsoever how to deal with emotions in any way, shape or form. And if they didn't know it, they certainly couldn't teach us. So when you don't know how to understand your emotions and process your emotions. And I don't even say release because we don't have to manually release them. If we give them space and we know how to work with them, they release on their own. They just, I always say it's like helium. They drift up, they go away. But when you don't know how to do that and you're spending all of your time kind of stuffing, like, like a codependent thing is like, well, I always say with, and, and I know this is the same with re- other types of relationships, but with coaches, they, um, they take, they, they compartmentalize their life, like relationships, business, personal life, health, and everything except their business gets put on the back burner. And it's the same thing, you know, maybe it's your relationship is the only thing on the front burner and everything else isn't, but it's like that you walk by the mirror and you're like self-loathing and you hate yourself, but you're like, I'll deal with that later. Like everything is, I'll deal with that later. Uh, uh, This is the only important thing. I got to deal with this. I'll deal with that later. And so what happens is you wind up stuffing and stuffing and stuffing. And this is the birthplace of anxiety and depression. Either all that stuff that you have stuffed is either making you so nervous that you have your, like your system, your nervous system, your psyche are like shape. Like I always say, it's like, um, when you, when someone goes to the gym and they try to lift weights that are too heavy and they shake and shake and shake, it's like that your body is like, I can't hold this. Or you wind up depressed where it's like the weight is just so heavy that you can't get up and you can't function, but we stay fixated on those external things. Like, how do I do this? So I, it's be started to become aware to me that I needed to learn how to work with my emotions, which was a huge shock for me because I'm also an empath and a highly sensitive person. I was like, emotions, those are my thing. I know all about them. Little did I know. Yeah. I knew how to gather them and carry them around with me for my whole life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I love that you brought up emotional intelligence because there was a book that I read. Honestly, right now, I can't even remember the, the author, but it was, you know, EI, emotional intelligence. And it, it does, it, it opens up your awareness in a way that you're like, I really don't, I hadn't, I thought I knew how to deal with certain things, but really I don't. So I've got to be able to do things a little bit differently and it changes your world. It really does. So you, you became a coach. Mm-hmm. Have you always been the self-actualization coach? Or were- no, I, I kind of, I've changed it, what the work that I actually do has stayed the same, yeah. like the, the program, the process that I use has stayed the same, but the positioning has changed a bit. Like for, for a while I was marketing as helping women hear, heal childhood trauma. And then I spoke with a lawyer and while that's not a diagnosis because I'm not a doctor, it's kind of a gray area legally. So I had to like re package everything Mm -hmm. um, to be worded differently. So that's when I sort of went into the self-actualization and working with coaches on codependency with their business. Technically, it's the same thing because it's those things from our childhood that are that are causing the problems. Reparenting, all of that, you know, so that's that's so good. So um, what type of packages can someone get from you? So I have um, a three month long program 
It's very intense. You work both one-on-one with me and in a small group. And we work on like pretty much a hundred percent of what I do is work on the subconscious mind. So, um, and just to explain that a little bit for anyone who doesn't know what that means, like your conscious mind is the mind you spend all day thinking it understands here and there and now and then. So you could sit and write a list for the grocery store um, and say, I need to get bananas. And you, you're thinking about the aisles in the grocery store as you, that's the conscious mind. The subconscious mind runs like a computer. And from the age of zero to seven, it does nothing but insert programs into the subconscious mind. So, and those programs, unless you go in there and you manually change them, you carry them and live with them for the rest of your life. Once at seven, we start to have a little bit of discernment. So not everything is going in, but our mind is still being programmed. The human brain doesn't even um, fully develop until 25 years old. So all of the work that I do is based on those programs in the subconscious mind. We go in there. It's like the subconscious mind and then the subconscious body, like your whole subconscious being. So subconscious emotions, like a lot of people understand because of affirmations and the secret and the whole, this whole movement, Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, I, I, I must believe that I'm not worthy. Let me just start to say an affirmation that I'm worthy, but, but being worthy is not just a a thought in your head. It is a feeling. And so those happen in, in the body. So we work on the subconscious mind, which is the beliefs and the body simultaneously. And we start with the feelings because you cannot change anything in the subconscious mind or any of those beliefs, unless you have emotional intelligence first, because Yeah, sure. Those beliefs are beliefs, but the the gas that's driving them, the gas of that car is your emotions. So you have to do it in tandem, but it always has to start with the emotional intelligence. So that's what we do. And we clear out those things that people don't realize are there that are self-sabotaging. Maybe, you know, you're not motivated or you're overworking. I see this a ton with coaches and healers like Like I said, everything's on the back burner except the business and they're doing and doing and doing. They don't know how to take. And then they're like, oh, I guess I just need to uh, work on healthy boundaries. And it's like, good luck with that, because you can't have healthy boundaries if you're not. It's like it's like when you clean the house and a week later, it's a mess again. It's like it's you're going to keep winding up in that same stuck place. Yeah, you have to learn how to maintain it. It was uh, it's I love that you said that about doing the work before you do your affirmations, because I took a class it was a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about affirmations and all of that. And they were saying that people start affirmations too early because it's it's a it's a thought when there's so much work that has to be done within, you know, you can say I'm worthy. But like you said, there's a certain feeling that's supposed to come with that. You can say I'm happy, but there's a certain feeling that's supposed to come with that. So I, and until I had that class, I hadn't thought about, wow, there is work internally that has to be done before, honestly, you can even say those words and really be able to digest it. 
Yes. Yeah. That's really absolutely. That's it's the heart. Like it's like we're going through an awakening right now as a species yeah. of our heart. Like everything has been intellectual. And the thing that we have been cut off from is our heart. And that's what we that's what I always say. Your brain isn't broken. Your heart is, mm. you know, it's our heart that we need to work on for. And it's so easy to change beliefs when when you have access through the subconscious feelings. Very true. I love that. That's, that's so good. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday about listening to our bodies. We don't listen to our bodies like we need to. We don't allow it to speak the way that it needs to when we're so hurt in certain areas of our bodies that um, we really need to learn, learn how to listen. And then that'll help. But you're right. Every, we've been taught that everything comes from here when that's not the case not the case. No, it's not. And that's why when all the kind of new age affirmations, that kind of stuff came out, everyone ran with it as just a mental thing, but that's, that's not it. And that's not enough. That's why, you know, we think we, we get so far and we feel kind of good and something's happening. And then the other shoe drops or some other giant roadblock gets in the way, or we reach something. And then we're like, well, I've reached this and I, I'm still not happy and I still don't feel good. Like, where is that place? The beautiful thing is, is that when you reach that place inside of you, first of all, it is the most empowering thing on the planet because once you do it, you know how to do it. You're like, all right, now anything I want to create anywhere I want to get, I know I can do it because there's, there's nothing that can hold. Even if you come up against, you know, something you didn't know was there, you know, how to get past it, how to shift it, how to change it in the subconscious, and then you can move forward. So it's the most empowering thing, but it's like, that's when life gets to be really beautiful. Like I believe that we're souls that came here. We didn't come here as souls to be in a body, to get out of a body. We came here to experience everything, all of the pleasures, whether it's food or sex or, or yoga or gymnastics, or right now I'm doing pole dancing classes, like really embodying yourself Mm -hmm. is like it's really exciting. It's like, and that's, that's where the creative energy comes from to take your life to whatever that next level is that you want for yourself. Yes. I love that. So tell me where people can go to find a little bit more about you or to sign up for your program. Sure. So um, if anybody's ready, like is really interested and wants to jump on a call with me, they can go to rosemarybrocco.com forward slash talk. Um, if they want to just check me out on my website, they can do that. Rosemary Brocco. And you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at Rosemary Brocco. And I'm, I'm just, I'm super friendly. So if anyone just like wants to ask me a question or anything, they can private message me at any time. Oh, that's so wonderful. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. I was going to say on the show, but it's not a show. It's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You brought some great things to light. Um, You know, the subconscious mind, you know, that's wonderful. The, you know, the emotional intelligence, all of that is, you know, it's things that we really, really don't think about that we really need to sit back and, and bring in and get the healing from there. So that's good. Absolutely. Stuff. Any last, thank you so much for me? having me. Yeah. You have any, any last words for the audience or. Um, don't lose hope. 
really. That's, I mean, I had complex PTSD. I had big traumas, not like little traumas are like little quotes, air quotes around that. Little traumas are like, you know, your parents getting divorced and you having to take care of your younger siblings or things like that. I had big traumas, like multiple people who sexually abused me. I, I was homeless, had PTSD. If I can get out of that, wherever you are, you can, you can do it too, as long as you're willing to do the work, to go deeper and to do the deeper work. Amen. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for being with us. And I will make sure that we put your information out there so you can get out here and help the world even more than what you're doing now. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day too. Thank you. Take care. Bye. You too. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time. So thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me, and check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.